In America, we don't turn to government to restore our souls. We put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before. It's happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. trash left by illegal aliens breaking into our country. You can see right here they've moved one of the crossing locations to this point and they know you can see right across there's Mexico the reeds right across the water it's knee deep and they simply walk across throw all their garbage and walk up to the end of the wall and then we like idiots, let them in. Just give you an idea of how many people a night are coming into our country illegally. That's their footsteps. And that's the end of the wall down there. And everywhere you look, more evidence of the sexual assaults that are occurring every single day because of the Democrats' open border policies. I'd like to thank Ben Berkwam for his uh, his fine reporting, his stellar reporting, his courageous reporting from the southern border. I mean, that guy's put his life on the line I don't know how many times. Every time Ben puts another piece of uh, 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 some more footage out from the southern border, he puts himself and his family at risk. And I've had many conversations with my brother from another mother, Ben Berkwam, about this very very thing, and, and, and the same could be said about what I'm doing, right, in a different way. We put ourselves at risk 
and we do it because, not for any money, I'll tell you that, we're not getting Tucker Carlson money, I'll tell you that, we're living paycheck to paycheck like everybody else, we do it for the same reason that you guys are logging in every night, we do it for the same reason that you're tuning in every night, we do it for the same reason that you're sharing, we do it for the same reason that you're running for office, we do it for the same reason that you're showing up at school boards, mama bears and papa bears, I know you're sick and tired of hearing that, but it's the truth, we're doing it for the same reason. Then many of the Live From America family members have called in on, on, on Coffee Talk Tuesdays or put in emails or even in the comment section said, hey, I'm running for office. I'm sick and tired of it. I'm running for school board. I'm sick and tired of it. We're doing it for the same reason everybody else is doing it. To save the country. That's pretty much it. Why are all you MAGA Republicans doing this and that? To save the country from the likes of you. That's why. Anything else? Please get out of my way while I strap on the armor of God and go zero to 100 like a hot knife through butter through all of your liberal, Marxist, communist crap. Folks, you're locked and loaded right here on Live from America. I am your ever-so-humble, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, broadcasting, as always, from the live, free, or die granite state of New Hampshire, And it is a blessing and an honor to be here with you with a granite backbone as well. Ben Berkham has exposed so much on that southern border. I talked with him today. And I said, you know, Ben, when this is all said and done and your footage is used in a court of law to administer justice to all those involved for this southern border invasion, when this is all said and done, and you are literally a national hero for what you captured and how you put yourself, your life on the line, when it's all said and done, you need to put out a documentary and you need to write a book. And you know what that book and that documentary needs to be called? Footsteps of Invasion. Footsteps of Invasion. That needs to be the documentary. And I will do everything I can to help my brother Ben Berkwam get that book out, get that documentary out. It needs to be read. The things need to be seen. Everything needs to be heard about what exactly happened with Joe Biden, with Mayorkas, with the NGOs, with the cartels, and the partnership to bring everybody through that southern border and preferably the dregs of society. Am I saying that everybody that comes across that border is a loser or less than me? No. What I'm saying is that a majority of the people that are coming across that border are A, able-bodied men, not children and women, and B, more than likely are the dregs of society, the drug dealers, the criminals, the rapists, the traffickers. Darn sure not the people that are going to follow the rule of law here in the United States of America, I can tell you that. Now, folks, you are going to want to stay locked and loaded on Live from America throughout the entire show. I know it's late sometimes. I know sometimes when you're watching, like on Real America's Voice News, it could be right now, you know, it's 11 o'clock, right? You get into midnight, it's hard to stay up for this stuff, but I can tell you right now you're going to want to stay up for the end of this show today because today we called... The Drag Queen Distillery. And I'm, call, and I'm coining it that as of right now until I have another uh, reason to not coin it that. But I told you last night, I promised you we were going to call today and to join in on the morning show. And so many of you did. We had about 5,000 people watching on the Rumble show. We had about 2,000 people watching on the Getter show. And we called and we got a hold of the owner. And we were on shockingly for 40 minutes with the owner of the distillery, Anderson Distillery, or coined Drag Queen Distillery. Now, I'm going to show you footage from that 
at the end of today's show. At the end of today's show. I'd like to thank John Hanley. Now, John Hanley only watches on Real America's Voice News and stays up late at night. He sent me a beautiful letter, and he sent me a $500 donation for Live from America via check. John Hanley, I want to tell you, your letter was phenomenal. Me and my wife, we read all the letters that come in, and nine times out of ten, we're crying as we're reading them. Your letter was phenomenal. Your support is phenomenal, John. And God bless you for watching Real America's Voice every single night. Is there a better place for your social and political news of the day than Real America's Voice News? Bushy says, you're not on DISH anymore. I know, that's okay. I'm on everything else. I know, I'm sorry. Wasn't my fault. But it's okay. That's okay. Because we've got a bigger and a stronger family because of it. Also, it is Gage's birthday today. Gage is somebody who watches on the Rumble feed and like any other time in history on this show. And if it's somebody's birthday, I don't care if they're 8 or 80, we sing happy birthday. Please join with me and sing happy birthday to Gage. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Gage. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, brother. I hope you have a red, white, and blue, patriotic, awesome, positive, God-fearing birthday. Non-Christians are like, why would you fear God? (laughs) The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Hopefully someday you can meet us all there. Lisa, did he call you back? She says on Rumble. No, he did not. I did exchange text messages with him, but I'm going to leave that for the end of the show. And right now we're going to go to where we need to go. And that is the Lord, ladies and gentlemen, on this August 30th year of our Lord 2022. Let's go there now and let's read from Jesus calling the evening devotional version from August 30th. Powerful, powerful devotional today. Although I am never the author of evil, I am fully able to use bad things for good. Might have seen a little bit of that today with that phone call. This does not remove your suffering, but it does redeem it, infusing you with meaning. So if you are in a storm of difficulties, I say to you, take courage. It is I. Matthew uh, Matthew 14, 27. Jesus immediately said to them, take courage. It is I. Don't be afraid in the middle of the storm when everybody thought this was it. Jesus said, take courage. It is I. Don't be afraid. Matthew 14, 27. Jeremiah 29, 13. You will seek me and you will find me when you search for me with all your heart. Jeremiah 29, 13. You can also go to 1 Kings 19, 12 and Isaiah 9, 6 to get where that devotional was really pulled from. And before you turn out the light tonight, are you hearing my voice? Listen for me above the storm. Folks, is that not what we've done since November 4th, 2020? Have we not listened to God above all the storm? I think we have. Please remove your hats if you're wearing one this evening, and let's go to God now and thank him for everything that we've been able to accomplish, everything that we've been able to achieve. Since November 4th, remember how depressed you were? Remember how disheartened you were? Remember remember how lost you all were? We all were. And look at us now. Our Father, who art in heaven, 
hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, there's a lot of lost souls out there. I can tell you that. And today during that phone call, I realized something that I never really took into account. And that's a lot of these people that we are accusing of being evil. They have no idea that they're even being evil. So they think they're a good person doing good things. Here's a little uh, pop quiz. Nobody's good. There is none good but God. We'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, there is no one good but God. The rich young ruler came up to Jesus. Rabbi, rabbi, rabbi. What must I do to obtain eternal peace in heaven with you? What must I do to obtain eternal life? I have kept all the commandments. And Jesus, being Jesus, all-knowing Lord and Savior, Son of God, Son of Man, knew that that wasn't true. Knew that that rich young ruler had not kept all his commandments. Nobody had. So instead of Jesus saying, you've not kept all your commandments, you are a liar. You are a hypocrite. Jesus did what Jesus does in Jesus' fashion. Turned the mirror on his own soul and said, okay, here's what you do. Go give away all your money right now to the poor. Pick up everything or drop everything and follow me. Pick up your cross and follow me. And the rich young ruler said, no, I don't want to do that. Jesus said, it is easier for a camel to pass through the eye of a needle than it is for a rich man to get to heaven. Now, is that saying that if you're rich, you'll never go to heaven? No, that is saying if you, if you, if money is, if you idolize money, if money is your God, then you will not get to heaven. There is none good but God, as God said. That was Ben Berkham trying to call me just right there. God said, why do you call me good? There is none good but God. Come on now. Powerful, powerful stuff. That guy isn't stupid. He knows the difference between right and wrong. I didn't say he knows the difference between right and wrong. I said the perspective of these people don't think what they're doing is evil. They don't think what they're doing is evil. Right and wrong is one thing, but evil is a whole nother story. Victoria, no, not yet. I have not. I've been so incredibly busy. I'm sorry. Wanda, Bobby Neal, good to see you. I'd like to jump over to get her real quick. We've got Amanda Collins. We've got Love, Lovebug07, Lord Fishy 69 in the building. Deplorable number one, Debbie Wilson. Drees, Monkey Mike Drees, we got to talk to him today. Bev1958 said, my pastor read this passage this morning. Amen. Liberty Girl, how you doing? Good to see you. Heidi Pfeiffer, Nuclear MAGA in the building. Mark Stengel, good to see you. Hi, family, I'm late. That's okay. That's okay. You're here. You're here. And that's all that matters. Can I get a rumble? Can I get an amen? Can I get a share? And can we get the numbers where we need them to be? If we do it in the beginning, then we don't have to do it for the rest of the evening. Jeremy, you should have answered Ben. No, Ben wants to talk about something different. I knew what he wanted to talk about. It's okay. 
Jeremy Lee, you definitely gave that guy food for thought today. I believe I did. I believe I did. I believe I did. Okay, let's get back to the show right now and let's crush it. We got a lot to talk about, as always. Matter of fact, I'm pulling in two stories that we were supposed to do earlier. I do want to let Ben know I'm live right now, though. Give me a second. That's why I love this life from America family. You guys understand reality here. Reality. All right, let's get back to it. Here we go. Welcome back to Live from America. It is an honor that you guys watch this show. You guys are so loyal. I know that the management and the team behind everything at Real America's Voice News has expressed appreciation for the Live from America family and everything that we have brought to the platform. And I'd like to say, ditto. You guys have done a great job. Now, first and foremost section, please lift up those cups and let's get some fuel for the fire tonight. Here we go. How many of you are on Truth Social? Raise your hand in the comments section and put the at symbol and what your handle is, whether you're watching on Getter or Rumble or Truth or wherever you're watching right now, if you're watching on social media, Jump up real quick and put in your handle on True Social. Let's start following each other there. Why? Because if you have True Social, you should know that they have now been purged by Google Play Store, or at least suspended, we'll say. Folks, this is Parlor Part 2 all over. Remember what they did to Parlor? Remember they, they basically threw Parlor out of existence? I mean, Parlor is still there. I get it. But not like it was. Not like it was. It was gaining so much steam. It had more steam than Getter has right now. Shout out Getter. Shout out Jason Miller. That's not a shot to Getter. That's saying that Parler was blowing up. And guess what? Google Play didn't like that. Amazon App, uh, App Store didn't, or I mean, uh, excuse me, Apple App Store didn't like that. So what'd they do? They made it virtually impossible for anybody to find them. They basically just canceled them out of existence at one time, if everybody remembers. Now, they're trying to do the same thing with True Social right now, and this is a cohesive effort. This is a strategy by Big Tech working again with Deep State. Big Tech, Deep State. Big Tech, Deep State, Deep State, Big Tech. That's what it's always all about. Thank God we have built a parallel universe. Thank God we have built a cancel culture-free environment where we can't be stopped. I can't say the same for others. And now they're trying to do it with True Social, folks. Parlor Part 2. And I expect Apple to do this right away. If Apple doesn't do this in the next couple days, I will be absolutely shocked. True Social barred from Google Play until, until they meet the demands of Google Play and add additional content moderation. They want every single social app to conform to the ridiculous and Marxist communist ideas of that of Meta and YouTube and Twitter. No way. Not going to happen. We do not compromise or negotiate with terrorists. Okay? And if Joe Biden can get on there, and if Gretchen Whitmer can get on there, and if unelected Governor Kathy Hochul, the Nancy Pelosi of New York, can get on there, and they, can ha- and they can use rhetoric uh, as divisive and, as, and as, um, uh, as dangerous as saying that you are a terrorist and you are a radical and there's no place for you in their state that I can damn well sit here right now and tell you they are definitely terrorists. 
If they think what we do is terrorism, then what they do must be imperialism. And I'm talking dark imperialism. True Social CEO Devin Nunes has said that the Android version of the app is ready to go and just waiting on approval from the Play Store. However, according to a report from The Hill, a Google spokesperson said in a statement today that the platform lacks the, quote, effective content moderation needed to meet Google Play's terms of service. On August 19th, we notified True Social of several violations of standard policies. Ah, screw your policies. How about that? Screw your violations. How about that? You think Donald Trump needs Google Play to get people to download his app? All the man has to do is speak the app into existence and people will go download it, you dummies. You don't want a piece of that pie? Of course they do. It's about time to call these losers bluff. That's what I say. Stop relying on Google Play and the Apple App Store. Somebody out there with some moolah, create another one. It's not that hard. We created an entire parallel universe except for that. That should be on our next scope. That should be in the scope. Right there. Do not let these losers hold you hostage, President Trump. Do not let these losers hold the app hostage, Devin Nunes. It's okay. We've lived without it on Google Play for this long. Screw them. Hold them hostage. You tell them, okay, peace out. See you later. Because we have just merged with Rumble. And the two of us will take over social media in the next five years. Mark my words. Rumble will be bigger than YouTube in five years. So glad we got in on the ground level and we're part of the Rumble family. Do not negotiate with these losers. The report says that, the Go- that Google is specifically concerned about policies prohibiting content with physical threats and, indict- and incitements to violence. You telling them that a boy has a penis and a girl has a vagina is what they consider uh, threats and incitement of violence. Do not negotiate with these terrorists, President Trump. The Google spokesperson, you know, not spokesman or spokeswoman, they say spokesperson, said that they contacted True Social and that they are addressing the issues to meet the big tech's giant conditions for getting to the store. Screw that. Now, appearing on this network, Real America's Voice News on Friday, Nunes said that they are waiting on the company to approve them. Don't care. Who cares? We have proven that if you go woke, you go broke. We have proven, Mike Lindell's proven that he can still be a billionaire and people still buy his pillows and his slippers and his blankets and his his, uh, dog beds and his mattresses without big box stores. We don't need you. We don't need you. Now, ladies and gentlemen, here's a heartbreaking story. Talk about go woke, go broke. (laughs) Heartbreaking story about Target. Going broke for going woke. That's what you get. Talk about going woke. Talking about not negotiating with terrorists. Do you guys remember about three and a half months ago when Target said, oh, in the, uh, you know, pre-Pride um, Month, we don't call it that anymore. We call it Pro-Life Month. It almost took me a minute to remember that. But right before Pride Month, Target put out this major campaign, marketing campaign, saying that they were going to push the transgender LGBTQIA pedo plus lifestyle on the youth of America. Remember when Target did that? And remember when everybody said, okay, well, that means that we're done with Target, I guess. I guess Target doesn't want our business. I guess Target is the next company to go woke or go broke, right? Instead, Target puts up displays like this. All over the country at their stores. 
This is what you saw when you walked into a Target. Pride, 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 pride. What is the worst sins? One of the worst sins that you could actually uh, commit? Pride. Having the sin of pride is the worst sin you could actually have because it causes so much destruction. But yet there's Target. There's Target, everybody. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I would like to tell you that the woke retailer giant Target has recently suffered a significant decline. And when I say significant, that is using the word very, very, very lightly. Significant decline in profits as it pushes to normalize the transgender LGBTQ lifestyle on children. Last week, on Wednesday, Target revealed that its second quarter profits for the year have fallen nearly 90% (laughs) after being forced to slash the prices of unwanted merchandise. Does anybody want to take a crack at what that unwanted merchandise possibly was? Come on, man. (laughs) We did it. We did it, Joe. Dumb, dumb award of the day. You go woke, you go broke, and nobody, nobody is above that. Why? Because the power of the people is too strong. And the people that you're pissing off, excuse my language, are the ones with the money, not the broke losers living in their mom and dad's basement. Sorry out there to any conservatives living in their mom and dad's basement out of no fault of their own, but you know what I'm saying. 90%. Give yourselves a round of applause for that. The company's second quarter net income was only $183 million. Only? In the first quarter, Target also saw its profits fall by 52%. 52% year over year in their first quarter. And then 92, 91% year over year in their second quarter. Can we say bye-bye? Ladies and gentlemen, how long do you think it'll be before Target literally bites the dust? Another one bites the dust. Another one bites the dust. How long do you think it'll be? Hey, long story short, go woke, go broke. I have no love loss for these for these uh, these organizations who think that this is the right way to go, especially when it comes to our minors. That's what you get when you cater to the one percent, morons. Dumb dumb award of the day. Now, before we go to this next commercial break, I've got to talk about this next story. It's very important for those living in the state of Virginia. Because if you live in the state of Virginia, unless Governor Yunkin does something, which he says he's going to do, but unless Governor Yunkin gets his butt in gear and does something, and the legislation gets their butt in gear and does something there, everybody in the state of Virginia will have to pay a very hefty price. We'll be suffering because of California policy. What am I talking about that for? Well, California's outlawing of gas-powered vehicles will apply to Virginia, too. By 2026, 35% of new passenger vehicles must produce zero emissions in California, and that number jumps to 68% by 2030. On Thursday, is, uh, California on Thursday is expected to put into effect its sweeping plan to prohibit the sale of new gasoline-powered cars by 2035, a groundbreaking move that will destroy everything and their economy. This is absolutely, ridiculously stupid. But... The problem with this is, folks, is that it's going to affect Virginia as well. Because when Democrats held the majorities in Virginia, they actually passed a law that would require Virginia to have the same automobile standards 
as those adopted by the California Air Resources Board. When Democrats lost their majority, the GOP, of course, failed to repeal that legislation. How in the H-E double hockey sticks can you fail your constituents that badly? How? California's newly announced rule barring the sale of new gas-powered cars in 2035 will apply to Virginia as well under the terms of the 2021 state law. Attorney General Jason Mayeras, Republican office, confirmed to the Hill on Monday. Now, Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin responded to it with a statement promising to stop it. Let's pray that he does. Otherwise, Virginia will be suffering because of California policies. In an effort to turn Virginia into California, liberal politicians who previously ran our government sold Virginia out by subjecting Virginia drivers to California vehicle laws. Now, under that pact, Virginians will be forced to adopt that California law that prohibits the sale of gas and diesel-fueled vehicles. I am already at work to prevent this ridiculous edict from being forced on Virginians. Californians are out of touch Excuse me, Californians out of touch laws have no place in our commonwealth. So where in the H-E, you know what, is the rest of the GOP? I have not heard another person outside of my, um, out of uh, Jason Myers and uh, Governor Glenn Youngkin talk about this. How come the Republicans in Virginia are not up in arms over this? They should be. I call on all Virginian Republicans, if you are a real Republican, to stand up and say we are not going to adopt California crazy policy in Virginia. Amen? We will be right back with more Live from America right after this. Crazy Californian policy. I feel so bad for my LFA uh, California members. Rumble, we should be near 4,000 rumbles. Who said that? SW Dream, sweet dream. I agree. We're at 3,700 people. We also should be at more people. But I can't do that. Only you guys can. And you can't share just to your Facebook walls. It's got to be to your messengers and your groups. It's the only way we ever jump the numbers up. I know you hate doing it. But do it on the commercial breaks every time. It will force multiply. It does work. And I know that every commercial break we say hit those rumble buttons because sometimes people forget or they come in late. It's okay. It's okay. We're all in this together. So let's make it happen, Captain. Now, in the meantime, how many of you have thought that lately, live from America, the show, the production, the stories, how I'm getting them out, how many of you feel lately that that it's been a massive success and a big change? Please let me know in the comments section. And while you are, I'd like to say thank you to Patriot Donnie for sending $250 to Live from America. I'd like to thank Michelle818 sending $25 and saying for whatever you need, maybe, uh, maybe I'll buy Eli a, co- uh, a lunch. And the Bear77 $25 says Matthew59. Look it up, folks. Matthew59. Something going on with Facebook right now. My rumble unfollowed you somehow. Yeah, sometimes that happens with updates. You just got to refollow. But I do want to know in the comment section, I'm going to go over to Getter, what you guys think of the show lately. Love it. Love it. Thank you very much. Got you back on truth. Good shows. I want to come over to rumble. I want to see what you guys think. Doing great job, awesomeness, awesomeness. Well, you got, you know what? We've got to say thank you to our LFA producer for that. And that is why these Rumble rants are so important. But if you think I've been doing that good of a job, we can't say that I've been doing that good of a job without saying that a lot of it must be because of this right here. Field of Greens, ladies and gentlemen. 
and this you get this nice uh you get this nice field of greens uh drinking bottle with it field of greens Years ago, that's all we did. We ate things that grew out of our own soil, at our own homes, in our own farms, okay? Most of the people here are over 50 years old. You know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about, going in the garden and getting some string beans, cleaning them off and eating them right out of the, right out of the, uh, right out of the ground. You know what I'm talking about, going back and grabbing apples off the tree, wild apples even, berries, right? Remember all that? Well, that's when we were at our most healthiest, ladies and gentlemen. That is when we were the most healthy. Now, the great thing about Field of Greens is everything that you'd eat out of the ground, everything that you'd eat out of the tree, everything remains in Field of Greens. Nothing is lost from the tree, from the soil, from the bushes, and, and translated over into the powder of these, uh, of these canisters. Nothing is lost. You are getting everything out of that fruit or out of that vegetable. And I could tell you what, a lot of that success that, I, that we're seeing lately is because of this. I'm not going to lie. I have found a brand new health that I, that I didn't know that I'd lost. And I got to say, a lot of it is exercise, but a lot of it is this brick house field of greens nutrition too. I will never stop. Even if they stop uh, sponsoring the show, I will never stop. Truth and need a little calmer sometimes. You're true. You're right. Sometimes I need to be a little calmer. I got you. I got you. But you know what? The shows that are responded to the most are the ones where I am jacked up. I'm not going to lie. But anyway, go to fieldofgreens.com. Put in the promo code LFA. And if you sign up for reoccurring and to to keep getting it every month, you get massive discounts by doing that as well. Someday I'm going to bring the doctor on that I talked to when when I did this, and I want him to explain to you what he explained to me. All I know is I feel like I'm 18 years old again, and I'm losing weight. So go figure. Let's come back from this commercial break and let's get back to it, okay? Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very, very, very much for staying here with me live from America here on Real America's Voice News. Now, about two months ago, we reported on something and we actually went down the list. We had over 100 food processing centers that were destroyed. And we've been wondering, is this on purpose Is this supposed to happen? Are all these food processing centers, you know, catching fire, burning to the ground, electrical fires, explosions? Is all of this like on par with, you know, previous years? You know, because we've never seen anything like this. And of course, while investigating it, I had to look in, you know, decades and decades and decades worth of information to find out, is this an anomaly or is this something that happens all the time? Because these, these um, businesses are dangerous to work at. And what I found is that the food processing, the destruction, I should say, of the food processing plants and the food processing centers and the food warehouses are literally thousands of percent higher than they ever have been before due to accidental, you know, or, or misconduct or accidental um, uh, issues. Thousands of percent higher. So then it prompted me to go, why is this happening? Why is this happening when we're seeing inflation, gas prices through the roof, the supply chain interrupted, nothing on the shelves? Is there something to this? Now, I still don't know. I know about as much as you do about the why, but I do have to tell you that it's happening again. It's happening again as another food plant has literally... Uh, has burned. And this is a poultry processing plant that has caught fire in Montebello, California. The fire was contained with the help of Montebello Fire and other mutual aid fire departments. Shortly after 4 p.m. on Sunday, August 28th, 
The fire department responded to a reported structured fi- a reported structure fire in the 1000 block of Olympic Boulevard. First arriving units on the scene found a large industrial building with heavy smoke showing. As members began to employ- deploy, the fire was upgraded to a third alarm commercial fire. The cause of the fire still unknown. Firefighters initially took a defensive stance and held the fire from spreading to any other nearby structures. After a significant amount of resources worked to access the burning areas, the fire was declared knocked down by 8 p.m. At the time of this posting, the cause of the fire remained under investigation. We got a picture of this right here. Thank you to the Gateway Pundit for putting this up. And again, you have to ask yourself, why is this happening? We know that it's happening, but we don't know why. Now, footage from the scene shows burn damage near the building's windows and doors, as well as at least one unit from the Monterey Monterey Park and Fire Department present to assist. The fire was located in a heavily industrial area with no residential properties uh, that were threatened. Though the blaze was adjacent to the Montebello bus line service facility and bus yard. Long story short, it's going to disrupt the supply of poultry leaving this facility. And then we find out that, that uh, there's, going to be a, um, there's going to be a supply chain shortage in oil and gas because there's a fire ca- uh, caught, uh, a fire literally raged through an oil and gas refinery in the middle of the United States here this last week. So folks, what the heck is going on? Your guess is as good as mine. But if you were to tell me If you were to ask me, how do you destroy America? Everything that's gone on in the last 18 months is exactly how I would destroy America. Everything that's gone on since Joe Biden illegally and illegitimately took office, everything that's happened since then, I would say that's how you destroy America. Now, we've got to move on from that disaster to another disaster that we're facing in the United States of America, and that is crime. Now, in a little bit after this next commercial break, I'm going to show you a little bit of Joey Applesauce telling you how we need to fund the police all of a sudden. Isn't that weird? But before we get there, we've got to talk about the summer of love. We've got to talk about Black Lives Matter terrorism. We've got to talk about Antifa terrorism. And then we've got to talk about Kamala Harris, our current vice resident, illegally and illegitimately, but still nonetheless, our current vice resident. And we must go back in time to when she used her power and she used her influence and she used her platform given to her by nobody except the illegitimate uh, Democrat Party because even her constituents didn't want to remember 2% is what she pulled at. We've got to go back in time to when she used all of those resources that she had to help raise money to bail out BLM and Antifa members from the destruction that they caused and the assaults that were committed during the summer of love. Well, guess what? It all comes back full circle. Because a man who was part of Black Lives Matter, who was freed by the bail fund that was supported by Kamala Harris, that cackling jackal, has just been charged with murder. How about that? How about that, folks? Somebody that Kamala Harris helped bail out of jail has just been charged with murder. There's a picture of him right there. There's his mugshot right there. Just been charged with murder. So how is that not traced back 
to Kamala Harris, a man freed by the Minnesota Bail Fund, supported by Kamala Harris during the George Floyd riots, George Floyd riots in 2022, has been charged with murder. The Minnesota Freedom Fund admitted it helped release Sean Michael Tillman from jail in 2020. Tillman went on to shoot and kill a person in St. Paul in May of this year. Now, the Washington Free Beacon reported this first. The Minnesota Bail Fund championed by Vice President Kamala Harris helped free free a repeat felon who has now been charged with murder. The Minnesota Freedom Fund on Thursday acknowledged that it helped secure the release of Sean Michael Tillman, who in May shot and killed a passenger on a rail platform in St. Paul Harris, promoted the Freedom Fund on Twitter during the George Floyd riots in 2020 helping the group raise $35 million in a matter of weeks, which then ended up going on to get how many people out of prison? How many people out of jail for committing crimes? Kamala Harris? How is that not traced back to her? How is she not guilty of some kind of uh, involuntary manslaughter for that? Anybody else would be. I would be. You would be. Now, Tillman's criminal, criminal record includes multiple counts of indecent exposure, as well as an assault and an unlawful possession of a firearm. He is now in custody with a bail set at $2 million. Where are you, Kamala Harris? Where is cackling Kamala Harris now? Shouldn't she be charged with involuntary manslaughter? How come she's not out there doing 24-7 marketing campaigns to raise money now? How is this guy even on uh, bail? How has he got a $2 million bail when he was bailed out during the summer of love and then goes on to murder somebody. Please tell me how that somebody like that has a $2 million bail. And maybe all of you should go to Kamala Harris's social media pages since a, a, an elected official can't block you legally. And maybe you should say, hey, raise, get him out of jail. How about let's flip the script on them? How about we go with a massive patriotic campaign to Kamala Harris's social media platform and literally... Try to, uh, try to get her to bail this guy out again. Why not? Wouldn't that be perfect for us? Now, I don't want this man on the streets, but it would prove a point, would it? wouldn't it? It would get the left to go, yeah, Kamala Harris, where are you? Go over there. Infiltrate them stupid pages. Their stupid pages. Try to act like them and say, we need to free this guy. Free Mr. Tillman. Free Mr. Tillman. Free Mr. Tillman. He doesn't deserve it to be in jail. White racist cops. She did it before. Why not get her to do it again? And if she is, if she did, which we know she did, raise money or help raise money to get this person out of jail, and then he went on to kill somebody, how is that any different than suing a gun manufacturer for somebody using the, gu- the style of gun that they made to kill somebody? You're holding them accountable. If it wasn't for the gun manufacturer making the gun well, then there's no way that the killer could have killed somebody with that gun, right? I mean, that's their logic, not mine, because it's stupid logic. But if that's the case, then why can't we hold Kamala Harris responsible for the murder that this man committed when he got out of jail because of the resources that she helped raise to get him out, right? Let's go do some uh, infiltration work. We'll be right back. More Live from America right after this. I mean, how am I wrong on that, right? I mean, if they're going to go and sue Remington or they're going to go sue Sig Sauer or they're going to go sue Ruger 
for somebody using their firearm to kill somebody, well, then we should be able to go after Kamala Harris, that cackling jackal, 2% vote-garnering loser. Again, if you're watching, make sure you stay tuned at the end in case you missed today's show. We've got 1,800 over on Getter. We've got 3,800 here on Rumble. Let's get one more push while we're going through this commercial break, shall we? Now, we are, unfortunately, we are losing one of our sponsors, folks. Unfortunately, we are losing one of our sponsors, not because they're not happy with the job that we've done, but because they do bounce around like this, and they do jump from you know, person to person. They don't sponsor somebody too long because they don't want to wear it out. So we're going to uh, give a good send-off today to one of our sponsors, AMAC, ladies and gentlemen. AMAC has been a great sponsor. They've helped out when needed. Not by a lot, but they've helped out when needed. And we've helped them. With So many of us have went over and signed up. I'm so incredibly proud of you for doing this. Tomorrow will be AMAC's last day here on Live from America. So let's give them a big, beautiful, welcoming send-off and say thank you for helping fund this project and this station. While we get out the truth, now is a critical time to, vi- to be vigilant in the defense of our freedoms. There is no better way to do so than by joining AMAC today. AMAC is one of the largest growing conservative organizations in America with well over 2 million people who have now joined and say, hey, I'm a card-carrying member. AMAC was built by regular folks who feel the same way you do and you are not alone. They believe in and stand up for the values that made America great, They believe in the sanctity of our Constitution, fighting the good fight against reckless uh, government uh, spending and the ever-expanding scope and size of the federal government. They're pro-small business. They believe in securing our borders. They believe in our military. They believe in standing for our flag and kneeling only to God. That is amac.us slash LFA. It's in the description of the Rumble page. Please go there. Check them out. Tell them thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you to AMAC for filling in the gap when we couldn't get the donations that we needed. Here's to you, AMAC, and thank you so very much for believing in what we're doing here at Live from America. I'm looking to see. Hold on. Okay, Ben Berkwam said to me, just listen to the whole thing. Awesome. Only kickback I know is going to come your way in the fact that you couldn't tell he didn't know the conversation was live and he gave a cell phone number. Even though you took the phone away from the mic, you could still hear him say blah, 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 blah. Otherwise, killer conversation. And we may need to come together and we need to come together as Americans. I agree with that. I agree with that. And I did try my best. Hey, I did try my best. But if we do that, if we take that video down, then we take that video down and we lose all the comments with it. We lose all the people that engaged with it. And I did say I was a member of the media. I did say I was a member of the media. I believe it's incumbent upon him to say, As, is this live? Is this being recorded? I said I was a member of the media more than once. And he didn't say anything back. So I don't, I don't, I, I don't care. I don't care. I don't really want really to cater to people who are grooming. And until this man lets me know that he's not grooming and he still hasn't, Oh, well, I guess, then all, I guess we leave it on the battlefield. I guess we leave it on the battlefield. Change your number. I'm not really concerned about hurting a groomer's feelings, especially since he's not gotten back to me yet when he said he would. I highly doubt it. Did you go see the pictures of the guy? 
Let's come back from this commercial break. Again, thank you to AMAC for helping out in Live from America when we needed help. I appreciate them. You didn't say it wasn't live or not. No, I didn't. I just said I was a member of the media. You did nothing wrong. I didn't hear the number. Oh, it's there. Jeremy, you need to be transparent with him. I said I was a member of the media. How, how much transparency do you need? I didn't even think about it, to be honest with you. And really, at this point, I don't care. I truly don't care. I do not care, especially since I've seen no cohesive effort by him to stop doing what he's doing. Jay trusted you that you were telling the truth. No, no, no. He didn't say that I was telling the truth. He didn't say that he trusted. He said that I was a good person. And he also said, if you air this or if you write this, please don't take it out of context and please say exactly what I say. What better thing to do that than with audio? See what I'm saying? I know that everybody has a difference of opinion on this. But it's too late now. (laughs) The harm is done. Let's come back from this break and let's uh, kill this next segment out. Okay, here we go. Welcome back to Live from America here on Real America's Voice News. Did you guys hear the joke of the day today? It's a funny one. Are you ready? Joey Applesauce has officially filed for his reelection of 2024 to be your next president. (laughs) Oh, wait. Oh, wait. No, sorry. That's not a joke. That's real. Oh, that's real. I'm sorry. Did I tell you that was a joke? No, 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 no. Nope. Joey Applesauce. Here it is, folks. Joey Applesauce has officially refiled for his re-election to president of 2022. Or 2024, I should say. There you go. According to uh, <laughs> the Federal Elections Commission, the FEC, Joey Applesauce actually refiled uh, last Friday. And guess what? Vice resident Kamala Harris, who's responsible for that murder that we just talked about, will remain on the ticket. That's all we got. That's your joke of the day. Kamala Harris and Joe Biden, right now anyway, intend to run for president once again. Thank you, I guess. I don't know. I would love that. I would love to go against Biden again. I would love to go against Hillary again. The only person that I was actually worried about because he's like the, uh, the charismatic vanilla Obama and that is Gavin Gruesome Newsom because of the lies that that guy can sit there and straight and look you right in your face and tell you. Because of the lies. But if we're going to go against Joey Applesauce, then by all means, let's get it. Now, I don't think the guy's really going to run for president. I mean, I don't think he's going to win. I think he might. He might say he's running, and even if he does make it to that point and he does run, he's going to have a primary, and the Democrats are not going to put, you know, weekend at, Bur- weekend at Biden's back up there. They're not going to do that. There's no charisma behind that man. To be clear, Jeremy is stupid and petty. <laughs> that, was the, that was the remark that I just got in Rumble. I do not disagree. I do not disagree with you. Pretty stupid. I do a lot of stupid things sometimes, and I've done a lot of petty things sometimes in my life. I have. I have. Oh, but God bless you. You look like you're looking for some attention or God, and guess what? You'll get those both right here. Anyway, we got go to go to Pennsylvania because uh, the, uh, the sniffer and thief actually was in Pennsylvania today 
doing another high school gymnasium rally where he bust in another group of people and then had his token police officers in the crowd to make it look like he really cares for cops. As a matter of fact, not only did the guy say that he cares for the cops and had his token police officers there, he actually says in this clip that I'm about to show you that we need to fund the police, not defund the police. When's the last time you heard Joe Biden say that we need to fund the police? Public safety in this nation, the answer is not. Hold on. He says the answer is not defund the police. The answer is fund the police. Have you ever heard a Democrat say fund the police? Let's go ahead and play that clip. When it comes to public safety in this nation, the answer is not defund the police. It's fund the police. Fund the police. Oh, there's the the token police officers that were standing behind him. What are you talking about? The answer is not defund the police. It's fund the police. And then you got a bunch of Democrats in there clapping their hands like they've always agreed with that. Taking the talking points, the rhetoric, and the agenda of the right and trying to do whatever he can to salvage his toilet bowl poll numbers that are in the 20s in real life. But, that's, but it gets even better while he's in Pennsylvania, stumbling, mumbling, cheering and asher and depressuring. He then goes full racist again right on stage. Biden loves to go racist. But he goes full racist on stage. Tells you about his days as Corn Pop. Captain Corn Pop is back, folks. If I can inter- just interject for a moment. My deceased son, Bo, he was the attorney general of the state of Delaware. And what he used to do is go down on the east side, the what called the Bucket, Highest crime rate in the country. There's a place where I used to, I was the only white guy that worked as a lifeguard down in that area. Captain Corn Pop. And you know where the, you can always tell where the best basketball in the state is and the best basketball in the city is. It's where everybody shows up. Um, what? Hold on. Hold on. We've got to take that back. We've got to go back to the Captain Corn Pop days when he was the only white lifeguard. And you can always tell who the best basketball players are in a place where he's the only white guy. Let's go back and hear that again. He was the attorney general of the state of Delaware. And what he used to do is go down on the east side, the, what called the bucket, highest crime rate in the country. There's a place where I used to, I was the only white guy that worked as a lifeguard down in that area, on the east side. And you know where the, you can always tell where the best basketball in the state is and the best basketball in the city is. It's where everybody shows up. Okay. Well, that's Biden being absolutely racist once again, ladies and gentlemen. Can you imagine? Just stop for a minute. Imagine Trump is giving a rally a thousand times bigger than a gymnasium where it looks like it's full and there's a lot of people there. And Trump says, yeah, I remember back in the day in New York, I was the only white billionaire and I'd walk down some of the poorest neighborhoods and boy, they were good at basketball. I'll tell you that. You can always tell who the best basketball players were. All you'd have to do is walk down those poor minority neighborhoods where I was the only white guy. Can you imagine the left-wing media? Can you imagine, can you imagine Slow Joe and Morning Mika? Oh, their heads would explode. But not when Joey Applesauce says it. He can say anything. Full racist, he goes. Anyway, he's uh, running for re-election, so uh, good job, Joey, and we'll see you there if you make it. We'll see you there if you make it. I have a feeling you ain't going to make it. Anyway, let's go to the great state of Wisconsin if we can, because this was a story that I was going to do earlier, but I kind of went long with that uh, call 
to the uh, Drag Queen Distillery. And uh, we got to go to Wisconsin because Wisconsin, under the leadership of that rhino Robin Voss up there who fired Michael Gableman and stopped all election uh, investigations after making you think that he was all about it, Wisconsin has now placed inactive voters back on the voter rolls and lawmakers call it mind-boggling. But yet they're the lawmakers. Do something about it then. Why are we returning anyone to the voter rolls in the state where anyone can vote as long as you have a voter ID is mind-boggling, says Representative Jan- uh, Janelle Brangent. Few answers, if any, are being given about the move from Wisconsin's election managers to put inactive voter rolls, uh, uh, inactive voters back on the state voter rolls. Why would you do that? Why would you put somebody who's an inactive voter who clearly is not an active voter back on the voter roll? Why would you do that? You need as many names you can to attach to as many fake mail-in ballots as possible. That's why. Representative Janelle Brangett, Republican, from Menomee, uh, excuse me, Menomonee Falls. Why are we returning anyone to the voter rolls in the state where anyone can vote as long as you have a voter ID is mind-boggling? The, Fe- the Elections Commission, who, by the way, should be in prison, five out of the six have already been uh, suggested ha- uh, that the uh, d- district attorney bring felony charges on them, never responded to the questions from the center square as to how many voters are being reactivated on the rolls or how the commission chose the voters being added back to the My Vote system. It did say how many will remain inactive. Brangent asked, too, and said she hasn't gotten any answers. As a legislator, I would think that we would have the ability to pick up the phone and speak to the commission. Instead, it's silence or an email weeks later. The dysfunction is just so real, Brangent uh, Brangent added. The The adversarial relation between the administration and the legislature doesn't inspire confidence with the voters. Who cares if you don't need them and you're going to use fake voters anyway? As part of an ongoing litigation to the United States District Court for the Western District of Wisconsin, the WEC is reactivating select voter records previously deactivated on June 31st, 2021. These were voters identified in the 2019 Active Movers cohort who had not submitted a new voter registration, affirmed their address, or voted in an election between October 2019 and July 2021. Hmm, the same people that you used to cheat in the election, you mean? Brangent leads the Assembly Committee on elections and has been looking into the Election Commission ever since. Folks, until the people rise up and say enough is enough, and not allow this kind of crap to happen, it will continue to happen. Some states have risen up. Wisconsin needs to rise up and rise up now. And I know the people living in Wisconsin agree. When we come back, footage from today's show where we called the Drag Queen Distillery that has not called me back yet. Look, ladies and gentlemen, I want to go back to the story real quick about this Drag Queen stuff, okay? He, he and I had an agreement. Yes, you, you listen to the show, you watch the show, right? He and I had an agreement. Now, in a perfect world, his number would not have been heard on this microphone, and I did try to get rid of it. But in a, in a perfect world, that would have happened, but we don't live in a perfect world. Now, him and I had agreement. Did we or did we not? And that agreement was, give me a half an hour. How many people heard the show? How many people watched the show? How many people listened to the podcast on iHeartRadio? Him and I had an agreement, and that agreement was, 
He would call me back or I would call him back in a half an hour. I did. He pushed me back. Called, uh, re, re, uh, reached out to him again. No answer. Do you think this guy's actually going to call me back, ladies and gentlemen? Here we are hours later now, five hours later. You think this guy's going to call me back? No, he's not going to call me back. Do you know why he needed that half hour and then that, and then that half hour after? Because him and his loser team were looking me up on the internet to decide whether or not that I was going to be a credible person or somebody that they wanted to make a deal with or get on the show with. That's what happened. And that's why that this groomer has ghosted me. Now, had this guy done what he said he was going to do, had he been a man of his word, then it would be a very different show tonight. It would be a very, very different show tonight. I thought you were supposed to call him. Nope. I texted him twice. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Sorry, been with some patrons talking through all of this. Give me a few more minutes, please. Okay, thank you. No worries. An hour and a half later. Can we have a conversation now? Ghosted. Nope. Not going to happen, folks. I'm not going to be ghosted by a groomer who had an agreement with me and then ghosted me. So anybody out there that goes, well, maybe you should. No, I was the calm one. No more Mr. Nice Guy now. You think I care that this guy's number's out there? Now? After you're going to go back on that with me? Nope. Not happening. And your sons are drag queens too. And that's why the guy's not calling me back. So now? Oh well. Sorry. Not sorry. Here we go. But first of all, before we do come back, before we come back, I've got to do this. I've got to give a, 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 one of our, another one of our sponsors some love, and that is Goldco. You guys have said nice things about Goldco. Goldco has says nice things, uh, nice things about you guys. You guys have been respectful when you call, and they're respectful to you back. And if you've got a, uh, if you've got an nest egg, and if you've got a retirement, you got an IRA, then you can convert that over to real gold, real silver. You hear the pitches all the time. It's not anything different. That's why I don't want you to take it from me. Call them. Call them and talk to them. 855-559-3433. The last time the gold and silver rise this high was, uh, uh, rose this high was back when Obama was president. Why? Because of the economy. So they're a proud sponsor of Live from America, and they're going to continue to be a live sponsor and a proud sponsor of Live from America. So visit goldco.com today. And reach out to them and see how you can secure your money and stop giving it to Ukraine. Okay? Don't worry. Somebody's saying, leave Jeremy alone. I don't even see these people. Okay? Losers focus on winners. Winners focus on winning. Let's focus on winning and let's leave the losers to the comment thread. Probably one of those losers from the drag queen uh, distillery. So who cares? They're irrelevant. Their opinions are irrelevant. Their voices are irrelevant. They are irrelevant. I don't care. <laughs> you think I care about, about bothering a groomer? No. Don't care. All right, let's come back from this uh, commercial break and let's kill it. Here we go. Welcome back to Live from America. Thank you for joining in and thank you for staying with me live throughout the show tonight. God bless you. I know it's late on Real America's Voice News and across the country. I get it. But there's no more important time to fight than now. So we know, you know what? Maybe sometimes we got to have five hours of sleep. It is what it is. Now, earlier today, I called Anderson Distillery Bar and Grill. I tried to give them every opportunity to at least say that they will not allow kids in the establishment anymore. If you want to have a drag queen event, that's fine. 
If you want to have an event with animals, I don't care as long as it's with adults. Now, he tried to spin it a thousand times. He tried to compare the stories of you going to a groomer show with your children to going to a football game and watching cheerleaders dance with miniskirts. He tried to compare going to to a show where somebody dresses up and sings and dance to Barney going to a five-year-old birthday party and singing and dancing in which my response was Barney doesn't have dollars shoved in his butt crack by kids now it was a great conversation and the entire interview is now live on my rumble page so go ahead and go watch it and it was a very nice conversation a little heated here and there but in the end I got him to agree to at least call me back Give him a half an hour. Give him an hour. Give him an hour and a half. Give him two hours. Give him three hours. Well, we gave him five, and the guy just ducked me. So, this is now the drag queen distillery, and they will be exposed for who they are. I'd like to play you a little bit of that footage right now. Here it is, ladies and gentlemen. This is this morning on Live from America. They were Antifa members. They might have been a different chapter, but they were Antifa members. My question is, though, is you were you just said, you know, and I, and I and I do thank you for talking to me. I'm not trying to like get a gotcha moment here. I'm just trying to understand. You just said that these people were yelling at adults and children. Why were children at a drag show at your distillery? That's the problem, I think. Well, all right. So let me ask you this. And to me, that is a immediate. Um, uh, it's a labeling as well. Yeah, pedophile. All right, all right. I'll tell you what. Do me a favor. Yeah. I give my I give you my email. Okay. Jy at AndersonDistillery.com. It's out there. And, okay. Uh, I've got. Hold on just a second. Jeremy Harrell. Yep. So here's my question. Yes. Send me. Send me more than five links showing a drag queen was arrested for any pedophilia because you know what i've looked i can find three or four i know but they're just because they're not getting arrested sir doesn't mean that it's not pedophilia well hold on now i want you to go out and do the same search and pick a religion and say and find links that religious leaders have performed pedophilia it's easy to slap a label on them, but unfortunately, true pedophilia is is all over the place and shouldn't just be labeled to a certain group because you don't like them. It's not about being labeled to a certain group, but uh, sir. It's about what these drag queens are having these kids do with putting dollars in their G-string and watching them, you know, dance and twerk and, and, and be very provocative and sexual. That is a form of pedophilia. That's grooming. It might not be pedophilia, but it sure is grooming and the fact that you agree with grooming is kind of concerning as a business owner you know i'm sure you make good spirits there but but hell having groomers in your establishment like that that's a little that's a little provocative don't you think you know and i and and i'm sure like i said if you're going to do a gotcha moment you're going to do a gotcha moment but i hope to i would hope that you were honest I'm gonna if I if I if I say anything about what's going on i'm gonna say everything that we said back and forth to each other i'm not cnn it's going to be the full conversation. I'm not like that. I just want you to say your piece and me to say my piece. But it sounds like to me you're saying it's not pedophile because nobody got raped. But it is grooming. No, not, no, All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it. I'm not going to play anymore. If you want to watch the whole thing, then go to my Rumble page. You can see the entire interview right there. And again, what did I just say? What did I just say? I will say everything word for word that you and I spoke on this conversation. 
I said that to him at that moment. If he saw, if he thought that anything that he said might be incriminating towards him, if he thought that anything he said might be a damage to his business from the beginning of that conversation to the end, he had every opportunity to end it right there. And he did not. He got his warning. He got his warning. And now I've aired everything he said. Stop grooming children because if you continue to groom children, you know the saying, go woke, go You know the rest. Broke. Folks, that's going to do it for Live from America. God bless you and thank you for all your help. God bless you and thank you for all your loyalty and sharing. Remember, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. Keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I'll see you at 11 a.m. for more Live from America. Till then, keep a smile on your face. Keep your families close and keep spreading that gospel. Peace. Stop screaming that we first in America